You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And this is a peek into the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Please download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Mark, let's get to the, I mean, really, I know even though the press conference was about the two quarterbacks, the end of the season, I mean, the biggest move that has happened so far in San Francisco has been D'Amico Ryan's taking a six-year deal per Adam Schefter of ESPN to become the Texans' new head coach. and. Now the 49ers are left without a defensive coordinator once again. And, you know, Robert Sala goes to the Jets a few years back. Mike McDaniel goes from being the offensive coordinator, but over to Miami last offseason. Now they lose another head coordinator in D'Amico Ryans and a very good one that's responsible for the number one defense in the NFL. Um, I think we weren't surprised with the news, but it will have ripple effects. It will. Uh, so D'Amico Ryan's gone. The last time the Niners had to replace the defensive coordinator, as you said, they were able to promote from within with D'Amico Ryan's. That's when Robert Sala left to become the, the coach of the Jets. I think in a perfect world, Evan, Kyle Shanahan wants to do that again. He wants to promote from within. Uh, but his cabinet's becoming a little bit bare because there have been so many coaches over the last handful of years under Kyle Shanahan that have left. Uh, he has a a relatively large coaching tree now, if you will, despite only being a head coach for a handful of years. Um, so I, it seems to me, Evan, and, and based on the fact that they are taking a, a number, multiple outside defensive coordinator interviews, that they don't feel comfortable hiring anyone, promoting anyone from within at this point. Now, maybe in a couple of years that changes, but it doesn't seem like that's in the cards right now. And then, of course, the news of the morning across the NFL here as we record this on Thursday is that Vic Fangio has accepted the defensive coordinator position for the Miami Dolphins to join Mike McDaniel, uh, Kyle Shanahan's former protege. So uh, Vic Fangio was widely you know, considered the, the number one defensive mind out there on the open market. Of course, he's a former Niners DC from the Jim Harbaugh era who's been around but has been very good wherever he's been. So now where do the Niners go outside of Vic Fangio? Uh, Steve Wilkes is an option. He was most recently the interim head coach of the Panthers, who helped turn them around after they let go of Matt Rule and traded Christian McCaffrey and a couple of other players. They were good at the end of the year, led by Steve Wilkes, but they decided to let him go. Uh, so he's out there on the open market. There are a couple of other names to keep an eye on, Evan, but it seems to me like Steve Wilkes is, is probably the number one target for the 49ers at this point. Something that's interesting to keep in mind, though, is that Kyle Shanahan said in that press conference we're talking about on Wednesday, when asked about what he's looking for in a defensive coordinator, he said, well, we want to keep our scheme uh, and we want to keep a lot of our defensive staff. So you're going to have to find someone who either is willing to change his scheme and fit your mold 
or someone that already fits your mold. So that kind of limits what you're looking for. And there's a very realistic possibility that the Niners were ready to get Vic Fangio and Vic Fangio was willing to come, but he did not want to change his scheme to make it fit what the Niners want to do. Because Kyle Shanahan said the players that we currently have, uh, they're great for this scheme that we run. We need to keep this scheme together. So perhaps there was a little bit of butting aheads there. Regardless of the reason Vic Fangio is not coming to San Francisco, it still leaves a few options. But considering what exactly Shanahan wants and the fact that he doesn't feel like he can promote from within, the options are just a little bit slim for the 49ers. Yeah, and look, I don't really blame him for not wanting to change his scheme. I mean, he's had one of the best defensive units over the last half decade, and obviously Robert Sala is a huge part of that. D'Amico Ryan's a massive part of that as well, especially this season. Uh, but Mark, it also continues a trend for the 49ers of promoting and getting minority coaches hired at yep. the highest level. And that's something that has now rewarded them with this upcoming offseason. Uh, five compensatory third-round picks, the most of any team in the NFL. So, look, this rule of you know compensation being handed out for minority coaches being promoted to you know head coaching jobs or being um, hired for head coaching jobs, I should say, is a relatively new rule and added to the Rooney rule, which of course requires teams to um, you know interview at least one minority candidate for general managers positions, head coaching positions. Uh, I believe right now. And the 49ers also have another from within that was hired as a general manager in Tennessee, Ron Carthen yep. being that guy. Uh, they have now contributed to three different head coaching positions in the NFL filled by minorities, as well as one of the, I believe, seven general managers spots being held by minority candidates. So, Mark, the 49ers are not only you know, from Kyle Shanahan's perspective, creating a large coaching tree around the NFL, but they are also contributing to a uh, progression towards, you know, the NFL is close to 60% black. The Obviously, the head coaches are nowhere near that. Now, they've been trending in the right direction. They were at three a couple of years ago. They are now up to five. There's still two vacancies this year, uh, but also the general managers has grown as well. Um, so the 49ers have been able to aid not only the, the search for a lot of head coaches and, you know, vacancies, uh, but also promoting, of course, progression in the game of football in which there's been a large lack of, especially in recent years. Yeah, it's a really good point. Uh, and, you know, for the the, the larger, uh, I don't know, the, the larger issue of lack of representation among minorities in those leadership positions, it's, it's fantastic that the 49ers are able to kind of be a launching point for some of those careers and for, you know, steps up the ladder. Uh, but but you look a little more selfishly at what it means for the 49ers, Evan. Of course, you, you love to see your people succeed, and that's huge. Uh, but for the 49ers, who have traded a lot of picks recently to get Trey Lance, to get Christian McCaffrey, to get others, uh, they're replenishing their draft room as well. I mean, now they don't have picks in the first or second round, but they have three third-round picks. They have three fifth-round picks. They have three seventh round picks. Who knows? Maybe they, they find the next Brock Purdy as well. And they've had a lot of success in those middle rounds of draft. So while they don't have those, those top end picks for this coming year, uh, because of their success and because of, you know, their staff members success elsewhere, they are getting uh, a lot of compensatory draft picks, which helps them out greatly 
as they head into the off season and, and in future off seasons as well. So uh, multiple benefits uh, to, to this for the 49ers. It's as you said earlier, the fact that they are, uh, you know, creating and helping create these opportunities. Uh, obviously it's, it's the individuals themselves, but they're helping be, be a launching pad for these steps up, you know, in the NFL ladder, but they're also helping themselves uh, by developing good people and they're getting draft picks in return. So uh, it, good news all the way around for the 49ers. You, you obviously hate to lose quality people, uh, but you want to see them succeed. And, and the Niners are being compensated in the sense that they are getting some really uh, helpful draft picks in return. So we'll see what they can do with it. But of course, uh, you'd rather have those picks than not. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, and this is the other part of it, too, is, look, the 49ers, in a league that has struggled with representation at the head coaching and in the front office level 49ers have been more a part of the solution than the problem in recent years and i believe that look the comp- the compensation is great there were 10 picks this year doled out based on the the added rule added rooney rule as far as compensation goes the 49ers got half of those picks <laughs> and that's not just because ron carthen gets hired in tennessee to be the new general manager that's because in 2020 Martin Mayhew becomes the general manager in Washington because obviously Robert Sala becomes the head coach in New York because Mike McDaniel becomes the head coach in Miami. Now D'Amico Ryans becomes the head coach in Houston. And of course, you know, Katie Sowers, who became the first yeah. female assistant coach with the San Francisco 49ers. I believe she's in college now, but the 49ers have been a part of it, the solution and not the problem. And I would offer this to the NFL. Look, th- a couple of years ago, there were three minority head coaches in the NFL. Now there are five. There are two vacancies this offseason in Indianapolis and Arizona. Let's get that number to at least six. And there are candidates that are deserving of which, including D'Amico Ryans, who got his opportunity. But not just Eric Bieniemy, which is the name that is floated around often, even though Doug Peterson, uh, uh, as well as um, another assistant head coach that became a head coach under Andy Reid, have had opportunities prior to Eric Bieniemy, But a guy like Leslie Frazier, who has previous head coaching experience mm. from 2011 to 13 with the Minnesota Vikings and led a top five defensive group in Buffalo for most of the season. Those are candidates that deserve opportunities for a head coaching job to bump that number from five to six. And again, it's still not good enough. Look, The new minority rule was only enacted in 2022, needing at least one female or minority assistant head coach on the offensive side of the football. So this is something that is relatively new that will continue, hopefully, to get better. But credit to the 49ers being a part, again, of the solution and not the problem, which is a lack of representation around the league at the head coaching and front office level. Yeah, they're certainly leading the way uh, in that regard. And it's it's fantastic to see because you're right. For a league that is, uh, you know, majority African-American uh, and, and, you know, other creeds and, and nationalities, uh, it's not certainly represented that way. The head coaching ranks, 
the general manager ranks and certainly not, unfortunately, at, at the you know front office level either. So uh, the Niners are certainly doing their part. Uh, of course, it, it helps to just have fantastic people, and the Niners seem to be churning out fantastic people year in and year out. And uh, we certainly wish the best for D'Amico Ryans, like we've wished, wished the best for every everyone else that has come out of the Niners organization and has done, I mean, pretty good things. I mean, look at what Robert Sala has done in just a couple of years as the head coach of the Jets. Not a playoff appearance yet, but they are starting to turn the corner. They were really competitive this past season with – one of the weirdest, maybe one of the worst quarterback rooms in the NFL, and, and they were right there for much of the season. Mike McDaniel, in his first year as head coach of, of the Dolphins, I mean, for the first 10 weeks of the year, if not a little bit more, 12 weeks of the year, he was, you know, perhaps going to win coach of the year in his first year as a head coach. Of course, things took a turn when Tua Tagovailoa suffered another head injury, and and they fell, you know, deeply, deeply down the, the ranks. Of course, they still made the playoffs and almost upset the Bills. But fantastic first year for Mike McDaniel. Uh, D'Amico Ryans is certainly going to have a big challenge in Houston. I think, like I said at the end of our, our last episode, Evan, on, on Wednesday, he signed a six-year deal. I hope the Texans give him at least four years. I really hope they do. They have They have proven in the past that they will move on quickly. Uh, but they should give D'Amico Ryans a long time to try to figure this thing out because they're not in a good spot right now. It's not going to be a one-year turnaround. If it is, then D'Amico Ryans is going to be one of the greatest head coaches of all time if he can turn that around in one season. Uh, I hope they give him a fair shake and a real chance to try to turn the Texans around uh, because he deserves that chance, and uh, we'll certainly be rooting for him from afar. Uh, but you're right. The Niners have have... Uh, been they played a big role in trying to further along that progress of of you know seeing minorities succeed at the high levels of this league, uh, which we haven't seen a lot of. So kudos to the 49ers, kudos to all the good people uh, who have come in and out of the 49ers organization or having success elsewhere. It's great to see. Yeah, the 49ers continue to churn out quality candidates. Big tip of the cap to D'Amico Ryans, who is a big part of the success this year and in previous years for the 49ers here in San Francisco. We will continue to churn out episodes here on the 415ers, but that will do it for this edition. Mark, my man, thank you very much. And uh, I know we're going to have to figure out the schedule moving forward here in the offseason, but I think Monday will be our next episode, so I look forward to taping it then. Yeah, tap in uh, Monday morning on your way to work. We'll be uh, here with another edition of the 415ers. Yes, sir. All right. You've been listening to the 415ers on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, brought to you by 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy, Evan Gettings, signing off. Enjoy your weekend.